0: Welcome to the Mom on Purpose podcast. I'm Laura Johnson, and I'm here to teach you how to get out of your funk, be in a better mood, play more with your kids, manage your home better, get your to-do list done, and live your life on purpose. With my proven method, this is possible for you, and I'll show you how. You're not alone anymore. We're in this together. Hello, hello. It is a new year and I'm so excited <laughs> to be back <laughs> recording some podcasts. Uh it as you could tell from the podcast I took some time off. It just got really busy. There was a lot going on. I'll explain that in a second. But I was able to share some of my favorite podcast episodes that I've done in the past and that's been really fun. I hope you've enjoyed going back and listening to some of those because I know even as I listen to my own podcast, I go back and listen to those. I'm like, oh, this was so good. I'm so glad I shared it again. So I hope you were able to enjoy those. And, you know, as as we were coming out of the the Christmas season and we're talking about New Year's and all the things we're going to do this year, and we're going to dive into that in a second. I do have a very big favor that I need to ask of you. And that is, I'm wondering if you can click on leave a review for this podcast. I have so many people come up and tell me how much they love the podcast or, you know, send me an email or, you know, somebody share the a podcast episode with them. I am so grateful for that. I hope you know, like, that's what makes all of this worth it. I hope that you also share those in the reviews because that's how people find this podcast and that helps with the rankings. So more people are able to come and to hear this amazing stuff. So if you can, please go and leave a review. The second thing that I wanted to mention is I am planning all of the books for this year's book club. So the Mom on Purpose book club is for moms everywhere that don't have time to read books, <laughs> or if you want to read a book, but you still love talking about a book. So in the book club, they are usually some kind of personal development, self-help type genre And you don't have to read the book to join, I actually read the book for you. And then you get to come on and learn about the books. So it's kind of like our cliff notes version, you know, in high school, when you hadn't you had a book report due and you hadn't read the book, you needed the cliff notes. (laughs) It's kind of like that. For all these personal development books. So, I would love for you to be able to join that real time. I do always share the recordings here on the podcast, but real time, it's always so fun having people join and be able to have that conversation. So, if that's something that you are interested in and want to get on that schedule for knowing when the book club is and what the books are. If you go down to the show notes, there is a link for joining the book club. It's a video that says three things to avoid when reading self-help books. It's a fabulous video. It's just a couple minutes long. But what that does is it gives you the link to subscribe to the Mom on Purpose book club calendar. On this calendar, you will be able to see when the events are scheduled you will be able to see when the things are scheduled. It will also have a um, the Zoom link for the book club, and it will list what book we are doing for that month. So all of that information, it will show up directly on your calendar. But you have to go down to that video, Three Things to Avoid When Reading Self-Help Books. Click on that. You will receive the video, but you will also have the link to subscribe to the Mom on Purpose book club. So definitely go down to the show notes and look at that. So as I've been thinking about you and thinking about my last year, I wanted to come clean on something. And I think think some people sometimes hear me on the podcast and think that my life is perfect, that I'm doing everything right, and that I'm reaching all of my goals, which there is some truth to that. I really like my life. I have really worked hard to create a good life. And there are some years that are much harder than others. So I wanted to just come clean on the fact that in 2023, I didn't set goals at all. (laughs) I didn't. There were still things that I was learning and growing, but I took a break from goals. And the reason why I want to share that is because there is there's this kind of underlying mindset that like, you always have to be growing, you always have to be achieving something, and you're always trying to push yourself to become better. And that's that works. That works for some people, but also sometimes that doesn't work. And I loved the book that we did. It was this last book club called Wintering. We did it in November. It was a fabulous book because it talked about how there are seasons of growth like spring and you know everything's in full bloom, but there are also times where you need to winter and radical wintering where things have to be shut off for a time. I feel like this last 2023 was one of those wintering years for me where I gave myself complete grace and compassion to maintain and not necessarily push to grow. I call it like a non-growth year. Of course, there's always growth. God has a beautiful plan to always invite us to learn lessons. But as far as me setting those, I took the year off and it was fabulous. And I still was able to teach and help you in your goals, but I also wanted to normalize that sometimes we have these non-growth years. So that's kind of what this podcast is about today, is what happens when you don't set goals or you don't want to set goals or you're feeling turned off from goals or you are simply burned out by the things on your plate right now. So when I looked at you know the beginning of last year, I was newly postpartum. We were having some very big difficulties with one of our kids to the point where we had to pull them from school and enter in like a homeschool hospitalization type scenario and had to deep dive into a lot of diagnoses and, you know, things like that. So that was going on. There was a lot of uncertainty in my husband, in the company my husband was working for. They had just laid off half of the company. It was a very stressful time, and he was thinking about looking for a different job. You know, that was going on. So there was just like a lot of these big things where I could feel in my bones that I needed to be extra gentle with myself. And I can go back and tell you all of the years where I have felt that before, where it just became like a, like a survival. Like I know my body's going to be extremely taxed by the things that are going on. And yes, I can do a lot of mindset work around that, but I also want to listen to my body and be able to navigate this, the amount of stress that my body was under. So when I get to this point, it's usually some kind of prompting from God where it's it's like I go to set goals and nothing, I can't think of a single thing that I want to work on. Sure, there's lots of things, you know, now I can like look back. I'm like, oh yeah, there's all these things I want to work on. But at the time, it's like thinking about goals becomes more painful than it does optimistic or exciting. And that was really hard because when I was, you know, the year before, like when I was pregnant, I was doing a lot of growth and a lot of big goals that I was achieving. And I was looking forward to continuing that growth the next year. I didn't anticipate these large circumstantial circumstantial changes that were coming, So first, it was kind of like this prompting where it was like, okay, it's time to be very gentle with yourself. It's time to settle in to your family and really focus on your family for a season. And it's really important for you to be honoring your body. (laughs) This wasn't easy. To be clear, as a life coach, I love goals. So to get to a spot again where I I could feel this prompting of like, this is not the year to do that, it was hard and I fought it for a long time. I fought it so much that, you know, even by the time summer came and fall, it was like I was trudging through mud and I kept feeling like my body was starting to shut down. That's not the first time that's happened. And I know I'm, my body is more susceptible to that after I have a baby. <laughs> so I always know t- to just plan that the year, <laughs> year, year or two after <laughs> things get a little weird in my body and and I'm okay with that now. It's so hard though, when you're in the process of it. So if this is something that you are faced with right now, or that you even experienced last year and you're feeling bad about it. I want to normalize it here for you. So when I look back at this intense season of wintering that I feel like I was being invited into, yes, there were, like I mentioned at the beginning, there were small lessons that I continued to learn. And I don't even want to say that it was necessarily growth because growth feels very forward movement they were just lessons. It was almost like pieces of my soul coming back to me, pieces that were like coming back and fulfilling me. So the first piece, of course, was being able to listen to my body. And, you know, I work with coaches and I... I think every one of my coaching (laughs) sessions (laughs) were coming back to my body. I'm like, it's time for you to listen to your body. I'm like, gosh, dang it. I did it again. (laughs) Or I have a very strong mind and I want to coach myself out of it. And my body invites myself like I am invited back to my body over and over. So I feel like that was one lesson that I really learned in like this radical wintering from last year. I think the other lesson that I learned is that, you know, I've always had the thought like, there. I I don't love the thought there are times and seasons. And that's a thought that I've pushed back on many times because it felt like I was using it as an excuse to not answer my calling. But what was interesting about this last year was that, the time and season wasn't necessarily trying to figure out how to like put this into words, what I feel in my heart. It wasn't necessarily that I wasn't answering my calling. I for sure was still doing that, but that it was time to expand my calling in a certain way. And that was my calling as a mother. I was expanding because the season we were in with our family required me to be much more present and hands-on because my my child was not in school it was almost triggering in the sense that it felt like the pandemic all over again with one of my children on top of having a baby and a business and being a wife you know to a husband that was struggling with his job, so I felt like what I what my calling was was to come home essentially more like in my mind. I was I've always been home, but being able to be more present, being able to be more available not just to my children but to my husband as well. And it was I feel like that part of me it was really fulfilling that I've been able to do that. I've had to renegotiate, you know, things. I haven't taken on as many clients for a time, you know, things like this that I've just shifted so that allows me to do that more. And it's been really enjoyable. And some of those things are very small. Like I stopped taking early morning clients before my kids go to school. And instead I laid in bed with my husband and we just had extra snuggle time before we had to get up for the day. But what was interesting about that is later on during, you know, later in the year, He did end up getting a new job, which always brings new challenges. And one of those adjustments and challenges that we've had as a family is he is now working early morning because the company he works with is based out of the UK. And so they're working in a different time zone. So sometimes his calls are starting at 5 or 6 a.m. And had I been taking my early morning client calls, that would have created a huge conflict. So it was cool to see how the the shifts that I w- was making, you know, answering my calling, being more present with my children, more available to my husband, this allowed for this next phase of transition for our family. And God set us up perfectly for that. So I didn't have to let go of clients, I didn't have to refund anybody, I didn't have to change the schedule on them. I was already primed and ready to go for my husband to take the job that he's in. And again, these are just lessons that I've learned. This isn't necessarily growth because of goals that I set. This was just invitation for me. And I'm really grateful for God in in these times. So if you've ever found yourself, again, feeling painful around goals or having a very difficult time I want you just to step back and think about like, what, why am I pushing so far forward? What do I think will be better if I push forward? What do I think will be different if I push forward? And I want you almost to like settle back into your body, like lean back and almost stand straight like a tree. And I want you just to feel like really grounded in that moment where you can settle into your body and be okay just being where you are. Being able to be okay that this is where God wants you to be. Being okay that there will still be lessons that you learn that will help you answer your calling, whatever that may be. This is the time where you can be Most in tune with the spirit and where you can trust God the very most, it is difficult because we have been trained as a society that happiness will always come from growth. And while I do believe that thought, it is a thought, and sometimes that thought can become more painful than it is helpful. So, Just invite yourself back to your body, reconnect with your soul, and really start to see if this is a growth year for you or if this is a non-growth year for you. Either way is okay here. You do not have to be setting goals. You do not have to be pushing forward that you can still be here and be present in this space and it is welcomed and encouraged at times. So I wanted to leave that with you at the start of this new year when everyone's talking about goals. <laughs> now We will continue talking about goals and talking about how to implement things within your family and really living life on purpose as we go forward. But I wanted to share this to normalize that, yes, there are non-growth years and that's okay. I love you. I hope you know I'm thinking about you. I will talk to you soon. Thank you for listening. Please share, review, and subscribe to this podcast so that together we can live life on purpose.